This is CliffCentral.com. Yeah, we're back again. It's another one of those really, really, really great days. It's time for the Unplugged and In Charge radio show. Yeah, baby. Yeah. Welcome to it. It's another one of those really great days. Thank you so, so much for joining us. It's time to have some of those really constructive conversations in the shortest hour of the week. It's time for the Unplugged and In Charge radio show every single Thursday between 12 o'clock and 1 o'clock. Of course, it's also available on podcast. And thank you very much for listening in in the podcast type as well. Today, we're going to be chatting about some really cool stuff. I know millennials are all on phones these days. I mean, if you have a little toddler at home that has to draw you in, they'll probably draw you with the phone in your hand. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, it's become like that. I'm not alone in studio. I've got the Vaughn, the everything. Yeah, the what's man. Man. How you doing, bro? Uh, you know what it is, bro. I've got, I got my phone in my hand. You, you got your phone and your laptop. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? All at once, bro. All <laughs> at once. Ch- your child's going to draw you with a phone in hand. Hey, man. One day. Well, you know, a better phone than something else. <laughs> hey. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I was, I was actually having a chat to a lady yesterday um, yeah, yeah. Uh, at a function I was at. Yep. You know, it's better that you actually get drawn in the picture because sometimes your your child draws everybody and except dra- you, except you, and you say, "Where's Daddy?" Then they're like, "Daddy's at work." Yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> exactly. That's worse. No, no, that's way worse. I'd rather be Daddy with a phone in my hand. Yeah, yeah. No, deaf, deaf, deaf. All right, Shut cool. Up. It's had a really great day. Of course, uh, uh, in my life, I think a lot of uh, things are happening all at once. Let's just have a chat about you. Is it our first show in spring? It's our first show in yeah, spring. Yeah, it is, right? man. It is, it is. It's Together. Fir- yeah, at least, man. At least. Yeah. I, was, I was so sick and tired of the cold. It was destroying me, bro. Yeah. It was destroying my motivation in the morning. But now I, feel, now I feel good to wake up in the sun. Yeah, bro. yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, it's been a good couple I of... Said, where's, been my, a, mate, where's my water? I need to do a whole... Th- yeah, spring day. <laughs> I got my phone in my hand, bro. <laughs> yeah. But uh, these days, the phones are waterproof because they oh, knew. Oh, shit. That's true. Spring day is coming. Hey, shit, they planned this. They knew it. They knew that their phones we have to make. You know, actually, I, th- I was thinking about that because I watched the iPhone X launch yeah. and I was like you know we, we're making such um, technology is making such um, in, like specific efforts to ensure that your phone can be with you wherever you're at yeah. like that's how bad it's beca- like I guess bad what is, maybe it's not the right word but like they've they've made like conscious efforts to ensure that you can have your phone even when you're in the bath when you're in the shower like mm. you know what I'm saying which, which shows the desperate need we have to keep our phones with us at all times. But anyway, that's for, that's for another conversation. Yeah, yeah, we're actually going ch- to yeah. chat about that conversation. But so hold on. Yeah, you feel that, me, you feel yeah. me. But I just, yeah, no, it's just something I was thinking of over the weekend. But uh, yeah, man, it's been a crazy couple of weeks, bro. It's been a crazy yeah. couple of weeks. Now I'm just glad it's spring. I'm glad it's like the season of yellow. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, uh, uh, You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. Well, look, let's it's not yellow season, you, baby. Let's not allow you to just throw shade like that and not yeah. actually explain and elaborate. Vaughn, you're doing some really <clears throat> great things, man. Yeah, it's been, I think you, you guys are, are topping the the charts yeah. on iTunes right now. Yeah, yeah, we haven't, we haven't better left. than Jay Z. Shout you, out, bro. you guys are doing better than Kendrick. <laughs> you guys are doing better than Kendrick Lamar. Yeah, 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 it's it's actually it's crazy, dog. Like we yeah. dropped the album. Uh, for you, for those of you that uh, don't know, when you catch this podcast, you got to go and listen to it. We we dropped an album uh, called Yellow, Shane Eagles' debut album. Um, 
And we haven't left the charts, man. We, yeah. we debuted at number one across all genres and across hip hop. We are still, we haven't left the top five across all genres. Uh, and we, we're the number one album on iTunes and Deezer. Mm. Um, I'm, I'm still to get to Google Play's, um, stats, but Deezer, mm. which is accessible via Android. And yeah. then, and then, Go- and then obviously iTunes, we, yeah. we're dominating. So it's been, it's been crazy. It's been two weeks to the day. Uh, so exactly today has been two weeks since we dropped, and we haven't left. We're solidly there, man. We're mm. solidly there, which is uh, which is exciting. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely yeah. fantastic. Independently man. too, you know. That's the thing. Yeah. That's the thing about yeah. it. I mean, you you, you guys have been in in uh, many situations where it's either you sell out. Or you say, no, I think I could do this myself. Yeah, man, many. Uh, like, I, like, there's a lot. We've been very, very, very often over the last year and a half, we've been in situations where we've been offered certain deals and stuff. Mm. And we just, I don't know, man, I don't know what it is, but we just sort of share the same sentiment that, like, if they think they can do it, so can we. You know, why, yeah. why, why, what is the difference? You know, what, what yeah. is the difference? Because you've got a big building and an office doesn't mean that we can't do what you do. So, we uh yeah man I mean obviously no disrespect to anybody that's ever offered us anything in fact it's a compliment you know mm. we actually find it quite flattering that people you know would would want to invest in us in that, on that level but we also know what the complications are with um, making deals like that and we've educated ourselves I think that's the major thing like you take some time just to educate yourself and just to understand the landscape and once you understand the landscape you you understand you know the language and once yeah. you understand the language you know what to say and you know how people what they're saying to you you know mm. so we uh yeah we just took time to do that and uh hey man like we are channel number one baby you know what i'm saying <laughs> it, ain't, it ain't it ain't it ain't have to say much else just go check what's happening on iTunes. yeah <laughs> numbers don't lie yeah they don't lie bro but it's crazy like honestly it's just been a humbling experience i know that shane yeah. is completely humbled by it it's um it's amazing he's obviously over the moon and um yeah it's just cool to know that People are receiving the music the way we wanted them to, you know. Mm. Um, and just know that like every move, everything has been calculated. Nothing is by chance. You know, we have put a lot of thoughts into how we're going to, how we did this and everything we shoot and the way we dropped and the artwork and everything has just been thought out. We don't, um, we don't leave anything to chance because it means a lot, you know, mm. and that's why it, it works because when something means a lot to you, you go the extra mile. Yeah, yeah, I think what what you guys have literally done is the same thing I said at the beginning of the year to to become the person that you are waiting for. You know, the yeah. you think that you're waiting for a big record deal before you can become what you wanted to become. Yeah, you just decided, hey, let's let's become that record deal. Yeah, let's let's. You think you're waiting for a big. Um, strategist, you know, like a team of, like I was chatting to a, um, a friend of mine from Mikasa and he was saying, it's crazy how they went from just being the four of them, um, actually the three of them, mm. to having 25 people in the boardroom having mm. to decide what happens with their lives. Mm. And, um, and all of a sudden they don't have that much say anymore mm. A, mm. as to how things are done. Yeah. And, um, and what you guys did differently from that is you said, Hey, hey, we don't need the, the 25 people. I yeah. think, I think we can, if those guys believe that they can do it, um, then it means that we are good enough to do it ourselves. But that, but that's exactly the thing. Like I always tell people this. I'm like, if somebody comes to you and says he has five million rand, right? Speed, let's speak in music terms. Major label comes to you and says he has five million rand advance. We want to sign you for five years. We want five, we want your next three albums and your next six singles, um, and we want to sign you on X amount of an X percentage deal. Three sixty yeah. could be a one, whatever it is, right? Yeah, could even be a management deal. Doesn't matter. But they come to you with that. You must understand that that's a big corporation whose whose major in, interest is the bottom line. 
right? Like all of us, even us independent artists, the major interest we have is the bottom line. What are we getting out of this? Because we need to fuel the rest of our, our mission. We sure. need the resource. Mm. So everybody thinks about the bottom line in business and music, unfortunately, not unfortunately, it's, I say that because I just get sensitive when we're talking about business in art because it becomes so tricky. Mm. You know, like it's politics. It's just unfortunate that that's the way it is. But at the end of the day, it's the reality. So, a major major corporation comes to you and says, "We want to give you X amount of money, uh, and we want you for X amount of time." You must understand that they know, or they in their minds, they don't have such thing. They don't make a lot of decisions based on passion. They make a lot of decisions based on the bottom line, based on facts, based on projections, based on possible numbers. So you must understand that when they're saying that to you. You could make three times that money on your own because they're not going to give you that knowing that they can't double return. Yeah. You, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Perhaps you will find the, you'll struggle in, in some senses because the resource immediately is not there. So they will be able to put your video on TV immediately. They will be able to put you on that lineup immediately. They might be able to fly you to sway, whatever. They, they might be able to do those things. But the, the thing is that they might, the things might come quicker. But you don't reap the same rewards as as you would if you yeah. if you worked through the process. You work you, through it, you, and you know? the beauty of working through it is that after that you're empowered. You know how to do things now. You're Jay Z forever. You're Jay Z. Jay Z. People forget though. Jay Z is an independent artist. Jay Z mm, never mm, signed to mm, anyone. Mm, but think mm. about Jay Z. Think mm. about think about him right for a minute. Like, what has he done with his life? He he never signed a contract. Jay Z said to himself, "I'm opening Rockefeller Records. I'm 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 opening Rock Nation." He 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 never you know he made strategic partnerships. You see, the mentality is different. So it's like, do you want to get rich quick or do you want to build an empire? You don't build empires by by selling yourself out. You, by, exactly, you yeah. know you don't build, like it takes time to build an empire. You know, but there's ways to do it where you can be smart. Like we're not adverse to having conversations with major corporations around how can we mutually benefit each other. Absolutely not. You know, mm. it's just that we're a little smarter and a little bit more together with regards to what it is we want to achieve and what it is that the offer may be. You know, mm. we 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 put two and two together. So it's like you you navigate your life like that. And and in fact. You know, I, I know that sometimes, you know, um, it might become a frustrating situation for a lot of labels to deal with someone that thinks in this way because it's not always easy to get your hunt your way. But I think a smart label, I think somebody with vision would be like, you know what, this is a mover and a shaker. These two are moving and they're doing their thing or this company that they've mm. established is doing something. How can we be a part of it in a way that genuinely benefits the artist and then genuinely benefits themselves. That's mm. a conversation that I think everyone should be open with. I, I don't think that partnering and, and, um, forming certain partnerships on certain levels is a bad thing. In fact, that's what it's about. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like you, you sometimes need distribution and you do need certain marketing and you do need an agency to do X, Y, and Z, but that, that's okay. Just make sure that the levels that you agree on are, are t- on the same level. Yeah. You, you can't be, you don't want to be one or the other because then there starts, then this thing of like dictation starts to, people start to dictate yeah. what happens, what, how it should. When in actual fact, like, let's just decide together. Let's mm. have a common goal, you know? So we, we wait until those opportunities come, but until then it's like, yeah, man, we can, we can do this thing on our own, you know? We, it's a little tough, you know? We count all the cents to make things work, but. Mm. Hey man, it's worth it, bro. It's I worth think, every cent. You know what I'm saying? I think what's also worth it is that eventually we should have a a podcast in in a couple of weeks, maybe months to come, on on negotiation, the no, negotiation yeah. skills. Definitely, I think negotiation skills go such a long way, bro. In fact, like I've come across people that have, let's just in inverted commas say, no education. Because I say mm. that because 
It's no formal education. They don't have a diploma or a degree yeah. or anything. But in boardrooms, they dominate the conversations. Mm. They dominate the negotiation. They actually end up winning mm. the, the the deals or yeah. because of simple negotiation skills and like people skills. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Which is like something that you probably acquire over putting yourself out there. That's why, like what you were saying when you were saying that you become empowered through doing trying to do things on your own or like just putting yourselves in spaces which are not. Always the spaces that people want to put themselves in because they're awkward, because they're scary. But once you go into those spaces, like, yo, when you come out the other side, you realize, like, oh man, I don't get, like, I'm not made of glass. I can get hit and stand back up. I can learn that. I can figure that out. I make a mistake here. I learn here. You know, as you, as you go along, when you realize that getting somewhere is just growth, ah, bro, the, the things, the things lose their, um, the, the, the the fear disappears. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely fantastic. So, yeah, we, we're gonna put that, pencil that, we're gonna have that podcast pretty soon. Negotiation skills. Because I think that it's important even when you applying for that new job. For sure. And then that question comes up. So how much do you want us to pay you? Or, and you know, guys start biting their tongues. Yeah. It comes up when you are an artist coming up, whether you are voiceover or music or, or, or MC. Mm-hmm. They're like, how much do you charge? Ah, yeah, you know, now when, you're not sure. <laughs> when you have a small business and people are saying, uh, so, Ace, how much deal? is this gonna cost us? And now you, if you're one of those people that find it hard to charge people because it makes you look bad or it makes you think that you're a bad person for charging too much, then this is gonna be something fantastic and that's gonna be for you. So, definitely. Bon- I definitely want some of those uh, non-educated people who are re- really great and dominating uh, the the boardrooms. We need those type of people in, and we, we need to find out mm. what is it about. Them. Even if we do a telephonic, because I know some guy he might be in town, but he travels a lot. Uh, he'll yeah. negotiate his way to a telephonic. He, he, he might. <laughs> he might even negotiate his way into a Skype call. But he's he's, he's one of those guys yeah. that I think I've learned a lot from in my life. I'll definitely get him involved. Something fantastic Okay cool So um, uh, just checking out Some of the uh, Latest news And things that are out there Some oh, yeah. really cool stuff uh, is, Besides is Yellow happening. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Besides Yellow yeah, yeah. <laughs> Something cool And I think ladies Are going to love this a lot For the first time In 80 years There's a new type of chocolate Oh mm-hmm. okay New type of chocolate What you talking does about it, Does it not make you fat Hey, look, listen to this. So this is the, uh, the so Swiss chocolate, um, makers have added a new color to the, um, chocolate, um, um, uh, cashier. And this is a ruby chocolate. Um, and ruby, okay. yeah, ruby chocolate, okay, okay. some, something like that. Though, so this, uh, the, the, this right here is like a pink, uh, type of chocolate, in fact. And, um, the ruby chocolate is the newest natural, um, a pink food item that's out there, the ruby, um, cocoa bean gives mm. the chocolate its distinct pink pigment without the use of additives. And you can read up all about it, but it's something really cool and it's out and about. So you guys can Google that. That's something new and, and out there. You were speaking about the new iPhone, um, the new iPhone X. Yeah, so it's um, out. that got launched on the 12th of September. And, uh, yeah, guys, there's a new iPhone. Here's an article that compares the iPhone, like the original the first one 2007 mm-hmm. that was launched on the 9th of January compare that one now to 10 years later because this is of course the the 10 year anniversary right yep so that's why probably the iPhone X it's actually the iPhone 10 yeah in, in so they've spit it I was actually saying to my brother I think uh, I wonder why they did it okay obviously I understand mm. it's a 10 year anniversary but I also think maybe they just technology is just too quick how can they 
what more can they do and split it over the next three years? I think they're just you know like, hey, let's jump to 10 and do everything. Let's, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> the interesting thing is, let's just compare the two. Um, first of all, capacity. So the first iPhone that came out, um, had about 16 gigabyte. That, 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 yeah. that that's what it was. Yeah. And this one right here, um, 256 gigabytes. Yes. Imagine the 10 year jump. You don't need to delete music now when you download Never. it. Never. You just download <laughs> one thing. It's there for life. Plus you can get iCloud 200 gigs extra. Imagine. I, I, so let's just think about the, the size. So the, before we had, uh, in length, let's say from top to bottom, the screen was about, uh, 11.5 centimeters. It has gone from that to about 14.5 centimeters. The width has increased from around six centimeters to seven centimeters not really much there but the phones have gotten a lot thinner from 1.2 centimeters to 0.77 centimeters literally under a centimeter this phone is what guys wait how thin is that it's thinner thinner, thinner that's how you can't feel it in your pockets (laughs) that's That's gonna be cool because i mean i I know that uh ladies like to wear these tight jeans yeah so you can just slip it in there and you're not even feeling that there's actual phone glass and it's made of glass or Mm, something mm, 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 mm. so the weight uh, we, uh, uh, there's not really much. 135 grams before now, 174 grams. Obviously, because it's bigger sure. in the size and so on. The price, guys, oh. I know. Listen to this. So we come from about $500 back in those days, right? $500 for the 16 gigabyte. Now, the 256 gigabyte is $1,149. And now you need to multiply that by just about 14 to get to the South African rand. So, guys, it's a lot of money. Guys, mm. like we come from phones that used to be around 2,000 rand and you thought, yo, that's a lot of money. Now, we are at like 20,000 rand. It's literally, it's, it's quite crazy. Yeah. It, it has more than doubled. The, uh, in the last 10 years Like a new phone By the way A new phone then Versus a new phone now From iPhone Which was the latest Has more than doubled I mm. mean if you have inve- If you had invested In iPhone shares Back in the day I think you would be yeah, Making no. it you Seriously yeah, you're proper. By now Like now, like a couple of years ago You would really be doing well Yeah Just. Last few things To, to uh, compare The camera um, The rear camera Before 2 megapixel and they thought two megapixel is the best ever, guys. Wow, two million yeah, two megapixel. <laughs> yeah. Ten years later, the phone has got twelve megapixel on the rear, seven megapixel on the front, and uh wide angle portrait mode, all these amazing things. Battery life back then, the most you could get from talk time is eight hours. Now it's twenty one hours talk time. Um <sighs> audio playback, if you're just playing music the whole way through, just Playing music the whole way through, no, non-stop. Before you could do 24 hours, which is impressive. Imagine yeah, yeah, playing bad. music for the whole day yeah, without doing anything else. Now it is 60 hours. You can do three days of music and non-stop. still have some, and still have an additional eight hours after that of battery. Yeah, no, that's fire. That's fire, guys. Yeah, that's proper. And and you can also, I think you're gonna get there. Mm. More about the battery, where you can charge it wirelessly. Yeah, right. Like charge it via Wi-Fi. Wow. Uh, come on. Now. I'm telling you. So, I mean, <laughs> if if that's how 10 years of innovation looks like, how is the next 10 years going to look like? I mean, can you start to imagine uh, where we're going to be 10 years from now? I I you know, I've been trying to think of it since the iPhone 8 or hmm. the iPhone 7, right? So, yeah, when the yeah. 7 came out, I was already thinking like, where do you go next? Now I hear about this, you know. So, it's like I'm I'm what I'm actually curious to to find out is like how they 
Okay, okay, I get all the extra functionality. Like now they've got like this face recognition and yeah. uh, all these different things that like unlock your phone and whatnot. But I'm actually trying to figure out how they're going to improve or revolutionize or whatever else the actual communication part. Like we have FaceTime and we have normal calls and stuff, right? Video calls. But how are we going to that? Where's that? When's that going to the next level? Mm. Is it going to be like a possibility for me to like, yeah, like to touch and feel? Or this, is it going to be an opportunity? <laughs> yeah, hey, yeah. But I mean, or, what why, what are we touching and feeling? Well, you see, it depends <laughs> who you're talking to. <laughs> but like, what about like, what about like the opportunity to have a phone that when I'm speaking to you, where's I like? I, I kind of hold it and then maybe it projects your body in front of me like a hologram and then we yeah. have a conversation like we in person. Augmented reality. Or I think it's a very real thing. Something like that, you know? So close to happening because of the VR lens. Yeah. And we're going to just go from VR lens to augmented reality. Imagine we just put on this thing and I'm like having a conversation with you face to face. Yeah. And you can see body language and y- you can. You see, context now is like for real, for real. Like mm. now when you're making a joke, it's not just your tone. Like I can actually see your face. Like if you're being serious, if you're upset. Let me tell you something that I recently learned. Yeah. If you can imagine it, it's not 10 years from now. It's actually going to happen two years from yeah, now. That's actually if you true. can imagine it, yeah. it's actually so close. <laughs> Do you remember there was a time where I thought I was being so innovative and I was saying, you know, in years from now, we're going to have these drones that are going to have selfie cameras and we're not going to take selfies yeah. with sticks and we're uh, going to be able to talk. Bam. You remember I yeah. said that? <laughs> and I mean, it didn't even take two years, guys. It's done. I saw a video. Yeah, <laughs> the other day, like I was, me too. And I was like, I was going on about like, these ideas I had for like improving certain business processes and flows and certain apps that I've mm. been sitting there I'm thinking ah oh, man I'm, this is on lock I'm sure no bro me not even two years <laughs> it's eight months eight months there's I was on the internet app. I was like oh, yeah there's the time you had an app idea. you had an app that's gonna you know change the way Connect freelancers man that's out there like when I when I saw and, and the thing is even the ones I knew that were out there I changed them and then I was like okay no I've, it's different then like as I was as I was going along the pitching process more 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 like as three to six months passed at the six month I realized huh, this they've done it yeah so I don't know man like so, people are thinking and doing things quickly bro yes you like, know what quickly. is important uh, I think in South Africa we still think that we need some stuff before we get started because in America yeah. there's none of that these guys just jump at things they just mm. do things they are executors mm. and it's amazing I was watching um a Shark Tank and. The guys that come on Shark Tank in South Africa versus the guys that go on Shark Tank in America. Oh, I, First of all, <laughs> you understand that they invest a whole lot of money there. Like they, when they say we want three million dollars, and in South Africa, when I watch them, they say they want three hundred thousand rand. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. First of all, the exchange rate is already so crazy. Yeah. But you guys want very little money for your businesses, and the South African ones normally have like five, ten years doing this thing, and they want to now go to the next level. The American ones mm. come say, no, we, we actually have only been doing this for three months. And I'm like, and you're on Shark Tank. Yeah. <laughs> but, but the crazy thing is yeah. the judges or, or the, the investors, the sharks are not thinking, what? Three months and you're here. Mm. They're thinking, great. Well done for being here after three months. Mm. And they look down upon guys who say, no, I've, I've had this thing for three years now. And they're mm. like, what? And you have not done anything about it? Yeah, you haven't got the, the thing yet. Yeah. The culture of mm. business and innovation in America 
is so different from mm. ours. Yeah. We think you need this and you need that. No. You need to slaba in Como for Abadala and the, the, yeah. the, the, the ancestors or whatever. I don't know. Yeah. But we just have these many loopholes that we yeah. think a person needs to go through before we start taking you seriously. Yeah. Our, our, our like culture of entrepreneurship and risk taking is unbelievably behind. Mm. We, um, there's a few individuals, obviously, like, don't get it wrong. South Africans have a lot of creative people that are doing good things, you know, and taking the right risks. But you're right. Uh, just our approach to, to doing things new, different and t- to doing new things. It's almost like we feel like we have to qualify ourselves before it, but it's, it's, it's not really the truth. Mm. I mean, Steve Jobs, even when he made Apple, he he wasn't he 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 doesn't even develop he doesn't even code doesn't even design like he's a ideas guy he he had this idea said okay I'm gonna do this got the right people together and then he he ended up creating Apple but just because he said okay I'm gonna rather do than make the the excuses why I can't and shouldn't you know what I mean mm-hmm. in South Africa I kind of feel like we uh we first feel like we need to go through some qualifying stage in life to be super entrepreneurs or be to be super innovative you know. Which is, uh, I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's us playing safe or if it's, um, just our, our young democratic society, you know, our young, our young nation. Cause maybe that comes with time. Maybe it's not just like you, you wake up in the morning and you, you, you've changed your entire way of operating as an entrepreneur or as an individual. Maybe that America have been doing this for 200 years and we've only been doing it for 20. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, it's it's just tricky because we're exposed to the results of 200 years of doing this um and we weigh ourselves up against that when in reality like we're in a different world. You yeah. know what I mean? We we really are. I I just had a look at at uh, at um you know um Instagram I mean um uh the internet now to just see how old Bill Gates was when he pitched um to IBM. And eventually got the deal that would make him well, like so fa- so famous and so rich as well. Wealthy, yeah. He was around twenty years old, nineteen twenty, somewhere out. out there. Check that out. Bro. He came there with the idea that really made him a billionaire straight at up. the age of twenty. And he's like, "I've got this idea, guys. I've got this thing." And they looked at it and they said, "Let's take this kid seriously." Mm. How many people in South Africa take a nineteen uh, twenty year old seriously? And you, you're coming there with this huge thing that no one is doing, mm. not even. Pro- Professors mm. are doing this mm. and you're saying, guys, I have a feeling. And by the way, he said, they asked him, do you have an operating system? He said, yes. He lied that day <laughs> and then he went and got one. And on but <laughs> that's a classic 19 year old. Trust, trust me. <laughs> like, I just need to get that thing. You know, but the crazy yeah. thing is that he was willing to bet on himself at yeah. 1920 yeah. and somebody was willing to invest in him at yeah. 1920. So that's also the other part of the culture that I think South Africa still needs to develop. Mm. We've got, we've got like a, we've got like a really, um, we've got like a really interesting dynamic between young and old people in South Africa where we, uh, I don't know, man. It's like, the, it's, I, I just kind of start feeling like old people or the older generation don't actually want to put on the younger generation quickly because they feel that they didn't get put on quickly. So there's this mm. whole weird vibe that goes on. And a lot of good ideas get lost in that dynamic, which yeah. is a little sad, you know. Because of the, and once again, man, it comes to time. Because one day, Wizard, when you're an older guy and you're established and, and succeeded in everything you wanted to do, you know, a young, a young Wizard is going to come around 
quicker than it took for you to come around because of the way the world's set up and the influences that they have. And the young Wes is going to come to you one day and say, hey, man, I've got this idea. I know I'm only 18, but um, what do you think of this? You are going to be more receptive to under, to accepting his idea and letting and, and investing in him than someone who's 50 now and you're 22, 25, whatever the mm. age you are, you know, mm. because of the way we grew up, you know. So once again, the states 200 years ahead we are 20 there's yeah. like there's like this thing you know hey, that this, makes such a lot of sense do, do you know what i mean like yeah. there's this thing where it's like these older guys don't necessarily want to give it to us that easily because they had to work hard but it's a different world now man you got to help us you know what i'm saying help us and we'll help you in, in in a way you know true but i mean we'll get there I, I believe we'll get there there's enough good and young and smart and um dedicated people in south africa um, doing enough things to, 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 to improve the way we work in that sense. But it's not going to be an easy fight. I'll tell you that much. Sure. No, definitely. Mm. Mm. Cool. So right after this, we're chatting to Tiffany. She's a, a digital entrepreneur and we're going to get to know what your Instagram account says about you. Oh, okay. We have this, this habit of getting comfortable in our routines and patterns and then it gets difficult to get out of that. There's got to be those days you push through. They're probably going to be more numerous than the days you don't. And I think that's something to be mindful of as well. Try to imagine your life when you'd make that easy choice next time. What is that going to do? Is that going to keep you away from your dreams? Are you going to regret that later? You know, a lot of opportunities appear only once in life. And you skip that, taking the easy choice. They're probably gone forever. You can dream of the kind of life you want. You can dream of the kind of change you want. You can dream of the kind of future you want. But until you wake up and begin to plan to get there, it will only be a dream. If you don't get up and actually do something, do anything, those positive emotions will never have the opportunity to follow those actions. You'll just be stuck in a lazy, demotivated hole for as long as you choose to be. And so the benefit of discipline in my eyes has always been that through discipline, I get things done. You told us that you was about to start working out. You told us that you was going to start a business. But when are you going to do that? Your number one job is to become more of yourself. And sometimes a big part of success is just not being lazy and just doing it. Yeah. Just get, that's like 90% of it is just showing up. Get there and start working. Like, you're not going to feel perfect every day. Effort. Effort. Man, I see so many people talking about hustle, hard work, determination, grind, work ethic. At the end of the day, when I look at the body of people, the men and women I've worked with around the world, at the end of the day, it's effort. Do I not have enough time? Or am I being lazy? And lazy comes in two different flavors. Lazy comes in two distinct flavors. Lazy comes in one flavor, which means not working. You might be saying, hey, I'm constantly working, I'm constantly learning. That's an easy, that's an easy rebuttal. But the second flavor of lazy is not doing what needs to be done. It means holding out on doing what you know is necessary, but hard to do.
the one thing that discipline definitely does help you with is it, it helps you get things done. And when you get things done, when you, you, you actually do things, you have more success. Disciplining yourself to concentrate on a job until it is finished gives you a feeling of confidence and competence and mastery. What makes you comfortable can ruin you. And what makes you uncomfortable is the only way to grow. Yeah, some good food for thought right there. Wow. Awesome, awesome stuff indeed. Focus is that important, guys. When you can get to focus on things and get some things done, um, you'd really just start to see your life move forward a whole lot quicker. In fact, sometimes you just need to put your head down and just keep on grafting. Don't come up unless the scoreboard changes. Just keep on going until the scoreboard changes. And don't even come up to make some announcements about the scoreboard. Just keep on grafting the whole way through. I think that's sometimes one of the things that we need to do and stop um, looking around too much for validation. Just keep on doing the thing that you are trying to do. The main thing is to keep the main thing the main thing. Yeah, just keep <laughs> moving. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. We're joined by Tiffany. Tiffany, how are you doing? Hi, how are you? Are we fantastic. What's popping? Nothing much. Just <laughs> chilling. <laughs> so so um, tell us, Tiffany, you're a, a digital entrepreneur right yes what is a digital entrepreneur so i mean i don't even know how to sum this up but i basically i think it's almost like an influencer but more concentrated in the fact that i make money off of social media you know on on all different platforms your twitter your instagram your Mm. my website that i have yeah i think that just sums up what it is. I don't know wow. how else so, I can so, get into so it. So does one go to school for something like this? Well, I didn't. Um, okay. I kind of just woke up and I was like, I want to start a website. I want to make something happen and make something yeah. out of myself. So yeah. the way in which I think you guys were having this conversation with technology and mm. media, the way in which for me to do that was to do that on like a platform like that. Social media was the easiest and cheapest way. Mm. To make that happen for myself Wow And I mean So you, you you wake up one morning And you say Mama I want to be a digital entrepreneur And your mom's like Hey I'm done I'm, Go for it <laughs> No man I mean I'm, I'm a blogger More than anything Yeah like, To begin with Yes Um. So I think The digital entrepreneur title for me I, I feel like I've adopted it As time has gone past mm. Because I want to do more than just creating content. I want to provide services to brands and collaborate with brands on a much more in-depth level. So I think that's just the, like the way in which I can do that. I think it's brilliant because it's, I mean, the 21st century is an era where there are so many new occupations, ones that did not exist a couple of years ago. And then, we got new things They need new titles And exactly. you had to come up with the Like what is this going to be called Because I'm making money guys yeah. uh, Mama I am a digital entrepreneur And she's like okay yeah. um, Because this it's a time of uncertainty There's so much going on And there's so much money to be made In so many things that Don't have names yet mm. And it's it's brilliant for me to have A person like you to uh, here today to To say hey guys I want to to show you guys a a part of the room that you didn't know exists. Yeah, definitely. Mm. I mean, um, 
like it, it, as I keep saying, it has been such a nice opportunity and like a platform that I feel a lot of people don't really understand, even with the title of influencer, even with the title of blogger, mm. in boardrooms, in the meetings I've had with brands, they're still very hesitant on like, oh, you're a blogger, so, you know, we'll give you free product in exchange for, um, you know, all these blog, um, blog posts or mm, all this mm, mm. stuff that we want you to promote. And I'm like, no, guys, I'm actually providing a service for you. So it's almost like I when, when I, yeah, when I put on my resume, like to brands, when I'm doing proposal, like I am a digital entrepreneur, they almost take a step back and they're like, oh, so we can almost take you more seriously. It's sad because it's sad that people can't take the term blogger influencer seriously when we are kind of doing a lot. It's as if um, they think that uh, anyone can just wake up and become a blogger because anything you write is is a thing. I I feel like it's, I don't want to say hate. I feel like people don't understand it yet. And when people, I mean, I look constantly, I'm always looking at um, the people I look up to from overseas. So your Ami songs, your Mariana Hewitt's and all of that, they are businesswomen, like full businesswomen, but with that title. And America, naturally, I guess, because... Americans are always open to this mm. dream of like understanding and creating something out of yourself. I think Vaughn put it perfectly when he said they're 200 years yeah, ahead of us. Yeah, definitely. So, and so it is generations. Yeah. It is, um, with us, it is starting to happen. Yeah. Like yeah. companies only now are starting to say, hey, we can get like bloggers and influencers coming in. But before this, there was no, the, that title wasn't there. Yeah, so, it's like, yeah. it's like, it's like, for instance, like, uh, just because you can kick a soccer ball doesn't make you a soccer player. Exactly. Just because you tweet doesn't make you a, an influencer. Yeah, yeah, you see what I mean? There's certain skills and tactics to how you actually go about it. Like yeah. curating content that people respond to on social media yeah. and on Twitter and on Instagram and whatever else. Yeah. That's a certain skill set, you know. It's, yeah. It takes a certain understanding. But like brands and stuff eventually I think will come around to it. Mm-hmm. I know that blogging in the States is like boomed over the last few it's years. Crazy. You know, people are making like a lot of money off blogging, you know, and yeah. off their websites and stuff. So I think that... um at some point, South Africa um, will will definitely tune into that. But the the only tricky part, I won't lie, about navigating the the world as a social media sort of entrepreneur or a digital entrepreneur as yourself is 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 just the infrastructure of the way the country's set up. Yeah, you know, like our access to internet is such a barrier to you making as much money as you possibly can and your mm-hmm. industry mm-hmm. thriving because mm-hmm. people don't have access to data. As uh, frequently or as yeah. um, as affordably as they do overseas, you know, yeah. Yeah. which makes it difficult, right? It makes it real difficult yeah, because definitely. I mean, I was I was having a look at just p- people in South Africa that are getting paid millions of rands a year for tweeting about a product or whatever the case is, and mm-hmm. just looking at their following and saying, okay, this person got two million followers, right? But out of two million people in South Africa, if we just take two million people, mm-hmm. how many of them have data? On a regular basis How many of them Have access to Wi-Fi On a regular basis How many of them um, Off the data they get Choose to go onto Twitter Which is a fast consuming uh, Data consuming platform Mm. As opposed to just Saving it to get by On WhatsApp And to Mm. Yeah and there And on Instagram You know It becomes like a Really intricate Like thing But in other parts of the world, you know that two million followers are, you know, like 80% of them have access to free Wi-Fi in the streets. Yeah. Yeah. You, you, you yeah. know what I mean? Which is like a major, 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 
like barrier. Mm-hmm. So I think once South Africa restructure the way we can access internet and access data, I think brands then feel more comfortable saying, okay, let's put let's put money into her website because it makes more sense than putting it on a billboard because people can access it now. Um, easier than they would have to drive past this billboard. I'm just thinking that there's a lot of barriers that brands consider. True. Yeah. Because of a few things. The first thing is obviously, like I was saying, that in the States they're 200 years ahead in terms of the, the, just their acceptance to these things. But then the other one I think is just the country's infrastructure. Yeah. You know, which is unfortunate, but it is the reality. We have to navigate that, you know? But I mean, I also feel like, I mean, I, I 100% hear everything that you're saying, but I do feel brands Kind of need to open their minds They're om- they're like halfway open If that makes sense A lot of them My, my thing is when you approach me You know what I can give you yeah. But here you are wanting to ma- Like make me promote something for you for free Or yeah, yeah, Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like I'm, right. I'm like that, That's definitely not it's right not cool. And I mean I, I feel like brands They somewhat get it And they don't want to mm. Let go of that money Obviously for the reasons you're stating But I feel mm. like they're kind of stingy to no, be no, very no. honest. Like I, it is like that because I've seen brands spend a lot of money on things that don't don't work, but they're yeah. just traditional. You yeah. see, like yeah, traditional I mean, is comfortable. Yeah, like unknown is uncomfortable. So, yeah. who am I going to throw my money? If I'm going to throw it, I'm going to throw it to what I know. Yeah, you, you see, it's that thing. It like it. But it I, comes. I mean, that's why I, for me, I've seen that. I've seen almost like a gap in there, and I want to be in those meetings or with yeah. the brands and be like, guys, but you know, you could kind of navigate your way through this way and. It, you know, give in, put in money to this mm. blogger or influencer, and you will get your money's worth back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like they just need to unwind or loosen up their mind. Absolutely, almost. I'm a big, I'm a big fan of. Uh, I think influencing influencer marketing works, but I think that mm. there's a certain strategy that yeah, you need 100%. to use. And look, like I'm, I'm very, I'm open to all these different ways because I'm mm. from the new school. You know, yeah. so I. I I talk to a lot of older guys in boardrooms about how we're going to get things done, and and I can see slowly, slowly, slowly mm. they start to understand a bit. They start to trust a little bit as they start to see it work. But yeah. the initial the initial thing is that they're like, but I don't know this thing. Like, how do yeah. how do I know what you get there? How you know? It's just one of those things. But do you know what's sad? It's, for it's me? tricky. I mean, sorry to interrupt, no, but no, I'm no. saying what's sad for me is seeing. Um, like you're saying how the the older traditional brands like will loosen up after they see something working. Yeah. What shocks me, what I've seen in the past few months is when us influencers or us bloggers will, you know, knock on these doors, knock on these doors to the local brands. And then it just takes one international brand or yeah. whatever to be like, hey, I see you, like come over, come shoot this campaign or whatever. Yeah. And then all of a sudden these brands are like, oh yes, now we see your vision. Yeah. And then that's sad. Yeah. Like uh, we've been knocking on your door. Why yeah. must it take an international brand to yeah. take us seriously for you to it's be that, like? It's that thing. And then all of, all of a sudden the money's flowing and yeah. they want to get in. I don't know. It's yeah. just a change of mindset, I guess. And so it's tricky because, uh, I, I, you're right. And it's that thing, man. It's that thing I'm talking about. Like, um, it's just introducing them to this mm. new way. Yeah. yeah. This, this whole new approach, you know, and, mm. and, and sometimes they need someone to lead by example. So yeah. it's a matter of like, don't get despondent. Just keep knocking, keep knocking, yeah, keep knocking, yeah, keep yeah. knocking. Keep, keep believing in what you're pitching and yeah. keep packaging it in a way which represents that you believe in it and one will say yes and one's going to work really well and then it's just a matter of okay guys it's done this 
Now I've got this data that makes you feel comfortable. I've got this case study. Yeah. Now they start to believe more. Say, okay, well, look, this obviously worked. You know, yeah. um, it's just the, I think that's just the nature of business. You know mm. what I mean? Uh, yeah. I was watching it. I was actually watching a, a a clip with Kevin Hart just before we came on. Yeah, on air. Well, I'm a big fan of Kevin Hart, right? Mm. Just because I just obviously he's a very um, funny human being, but he's also just a very complex and very intricate businessman. Like he's. He's a very smart dude, you know, mm. and I uh, take a lot from him. So one thing I, I saw him now talking about on Instagram was that he's been in the business for 19, 20 years, but only the last five to six have been successful. That's crazy. Um, he, yeah, he was talking about the first no's he got and then how many thousand no's he got after that um, leading up to his one yes. Mm. And he just never stopped packaging himself as he believed he should be packaged. You know, he didn't really change anything. If you watch one of Kevin Hart's first stand-up comedy shows, he's got the same, like he's got, obviously he's evolved, but he's got the similar content and format that he followed. And Mm. he just kept on doing that. He just Mm. kept on being that guy. Kept on, kept on, kept on for 15, 20 years of getting told no. And then got one yes, took massive advantage of it. Mm. And then now the last five to six years, he's become the richest comedian in in, in history. So... You, you need to, you need to also, I guess you can apply that to everything you believe in. Yeah. It's like if you believe in what you're doing, package it in a way that represents the way you believe in it. Yeah. Don't deviate from that, regardless of what they say. Yeah. And then one will say yes, and when that one says yes, jump on top, capitalize, make it work, sacrifice what you have to sacrifice to make it work, and then like, the, you, you probably see the next five to six years is like a different story to as, to, to, to what it was the first 10, 15 years, you know? Yeah. So yeah. it's like when I was listening to him speak, I was like, that's such a, it's such a crazy thing because you put in this hard work just to get the yes and then once you get the yes, you still need to sacrifice. You still mm. need to sacrifice to make it work as you wanted to so that the next five to six years, it's like, that's the reason I took a bit of a cut on that yes. Mm. That's the reason I didn't profit as much as I wanted to off that yes because the five years after that, it's like, now I'm doing less and profiting more, you see, mm. because... Because I was willing to like realize that just getting the yes isn't a victory. Mm. It's actually an, another sacrifice. Stone, yeah. yeah, it's another sacrifice. You see, mm. like I've been experiencing that too with myself. Like I pitched my first client, got my big first client book contract, whatever. Now I realize within it, like, you know, I'm making a lot of sacrifices behind the doors yeah. that they don't see, but I do that to make it work like I wanted to work so yeah. that when they see it they're like yo he pulled that off for this much like he pulled that off with this resource like he mm-hmm. pu- because once you do that you know it's a different conversation the next three years now yeah. I can sit with you comfortably and say you know yeah. I put myself through the wire for you Yeah. how mm. can I make this how can we make this work now because yeah. you know the relationship is established the, pr- the, 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 the proof is in the pudding so yeah. it's like that like some, I realize that a yes isn't a victory always it's another yeah. sacrifice you see mm. Like it's, it's another thing, dog. Sh- sure. Because you, yeah, because you you're thinking ahead, like how many, like in ten years, yeah. You know, like I'm saying five the bigger years. Bigger picture. Yeah, yeah, like I need mm. to get this now, just so I can sh- show them something, have a young presentation, and then yeah. the next one is a different story. So it's like packages like it, and don't keep knocking on the door. Because yeah, hundred percent. The times change, you know. They yeah. do change, and I think what's what's um. Different for us I mean I have So many conversations With um, Other um, Fellow bloggers And influencers And we're like We don't have anyone To To like see Like how they did it Before us Do you know what I mean As much as The American bloggers And influencers Are famous now Mm. They kinda 
like blew up just as we were starting to get into it. So we haven't seen like, how do you fail at this or how do you deal with the failure or how do you deal with the hurdle of wanting to quit or mm. getting told no and having to persist and push, you know? I think so we're making yeah. our own rules and like we building and growing as we go. We're learning. Like I'm learning every single day. That's dope though. Yeah. Like it's great. It's, it's, uh, it's nice because it builds you up as a person. Like I'm learning so much about myself, so mm. much. Like how much can I take? How how badly do I want this? Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's it's been a great journey. I think what it also presents is an opportunity for you to to become the one that keeps the record. Yeah. Like keep record of, of everything. Yeah. Because the future generation is gonna look to you because you the one that made it and say, Hey, how do we do it? And then you say, <laughs> I've got a course on it. Yeah. I'll like, charge you hey, this much. Yeah. And and because that's 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 the next thing. It's it is opening up an academy for people who want to be digital entrepreneurs. Yeah. And you need to think that big to say, I want to own the whole loop. Yeah. I don't I don't just want to uh, be part of a loop or yeah. create something, but I want to own the entire the entire ecosystem. Yeah. And I think if we start thinking like that, now we're thinking uh, empires. Yeah. So let's think. Um, is do bloggers make a lot of money? Do tweets? Do tweets? The guys who make who are tweeting out there, do you think they make a lot of money? I've got some some info about how much um how much fresh DJ Fresh charged uh or or quoted. To tweet, just one tweet. Can you guess how much it is? Mm, eighty thousand, eighty to a hundred. I'm gonna go with like three hundred thousand. Yeah. <laughs> okay. No, because I'm yeah. I'm shooting high because I know these dudes sometimes. Yeah, it's <laughs> crazy. These right, guys cool. push it. I'll announce it in just a little while. Um, first of all, Tiffany, we got a little game to play with you. So, oh, no. you also on your, on your, um, uh, Twitter profile said that you're a travel content, uh, uh curator. All right. So you know a little bit about travel. So we're not even going to go outside the country. You're going to stay inside the country, right? This <laughs> says, um, um, do you think you know South Africa? Let's test your knowledge. These are now, um, some, um, 10 questions every South African must be able to answer. Oh. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's see. First question. Do you know what so- Soweto stands for? Uh, I'll give you options. I, okay. Um, Southwestern Townships, Southwest Town, South African Western Town, Soggy Western Town. It's the Southwestern Township? Yes. <laughs> And that answer is correct. Yes. Okay, cool. One down. Nine to go. Oh, my gosh. The mountain is one of the most popular places for tourists in South Africa. Can you name it? Table Mountain. Lion's Head, Devil's Peak, Table Mountain, Champagne Castle. Table Mountain is what you said? Yeah. Table Mountain is correct. Okay. Two down. The game park is the largest in South Africa. What is it? It is, uh, is it, uh, Madikwe Game Reserve? Is it, uh, uh, Pilanisburg Game Reserve? Is it Kruger National Park? It is, is it, uh, Halakhadi, um, um, Transfrontier Park? Um, Kruger? Right, let's is see. It? Kruger is correct. Oh, yes, I'm okay. doing better than I thought. You! <laughs> Nelson Mandela spent 18 years imprisoned on this infamous island. All right, this one's obvious. Uh, yes. You even want options or you just say it out loud. Um. <laughs> Easter Island, 
Mori Marion Island Mskaba Island or Robin Island Robin Island Yeah that one I know that's too easy it's too easy Cool what animal is uh, uh Boulder's Beach famous for having penguins oh. elephant ostrich leopard penguins I remember because I went in December and I was so obsessed. Oh, it's cool. so cute. Yeah. Mm, this person really travels, eh? Guys. Have you been there? <laughs> I, I went, uh, I think I went there once, but then when I was there, it was just full of seaweed. Oh, yeah. no. There's so many penguins and they like walk around Shitty everywhere. Shitty as they. All right. Johannesburg's population boomed after what was found there. Uh, cocoa beans, uranium, gold or oil? Gold. Obvious. Obvious. Why would they call it Goli? <laughs> you know? This is the site of the highest natural um, um, communal jump in the world. Commercial jump, sorry. Commercial jump in the world. Mm-hmm. Is it uh, uh, Drakensberg Dip? Is it Nelson Mandela Bridge? Is it Dev- uh, Devil's uh, Gorge? Is it Blokeran's Bridge? Mm. Yeah, no, this one. Yeah, mm. I know quite a lot about the country. Yeah, <laughs> I'm so stuck in between two. But is it is it is it not that Drakens? What what pig drop? No. No, you ask you you asking or you telling? No, I'm I'm telling. Is it okay. the Drakens? Drakensberg yeah. dip. Sorry, you are wrong. <gasps> it's Blokrans. Blokrans Bridge. Well done, Vaughn. Hey, Vaughn, you man. <laughs> I know these man. <laughs> How many languages are recognized in South Africa? Is it 1, 4, 15, or 11? 11. What yeah. about sign language, guys? <laughs> yes, it is 11. You are correct. Okay. All right, question number nine. How Ooh. many st- uh, state capitals are there in South Africa? Oh. One, two, three, four. State capitals. State, state capitals. capitals in Where South we murder Africa. for capital. Um, capital, what, capital. What, what, did you, what are the options? How many? Uh, one, two, three, or four? Is it three? I don't know. She says three. She's Two. correct. Oh, oh, oh yes. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> State capitals. I think it's Pretoria and Cape Town. A- and Bloemfontein also. Yeah. Oh, mm. Bloom four. What is Bloom? Oh, I never knew that. Right. Okay. Cool. All right. Cool. We uh, have the last question. Durban was visited by the famous explorer in 1497. Who was it? Was it Vasco da Gama? Was it James Cook? Was it David Livingston? Uh, or was it um, Ferdinand um, Magellan or something like that? Um, hmm. Isn't it Ferd- Ferdinand? Yeah, that one that I couldn't say. That one. Yeah. No, you are wrong, man. Oh no. Vasco da Gama. Vasco? Why? Why isn't there? There's a sh- soccer team called yeah. Vasco da Gama. I was going. So I was going for either Vasco or Cook. But uh, then, yeah, uh, but I wasn't sure. Right now, I was just gonna guess Vasco da Gama because of the soccer team. You know team. the name. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you very much for playing the lovely game. In what fact, what did I get? Uh, yeah. Well, you 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 got like she got seven. like two wrong. I think you got seven out of no no no. No, you got I eight. got eight. You got eight, yeah, you got eight, eight. out of ten. Yeah. yeah, that's not bad. That's, that's not, not bad. bad. Yeah. Well done. Mm-hmm. And uh, Vaughn, you got nine because yeah. I mean, you just had one thing <laughs> yeah, wrong, right? You feel me? Absolutely fantastic. Well, thank you very much for playing, guys. And of course, uh, thank you very much for listening in. This has been the shortest hour of the week. Uh, Vaughn, any last comments? Uh, yeah, not much, man. Just, uh, obviously, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for downloading the podcast. Uh, we'll be doing a couple of other, I think this, uh, sh- this podcast actually has given me a couple of ideas of what to do next. Where's what you think, bro? Great stuff. So yeah. I think, uh, yeah, man, I think this as a closing, like a closing comment would be, um, if you believe in something that you're doing, package it like you believe in it and then keep selling 
saying it like you believe in it. Eventually, you know, someone, something comes around and just because you get that first yes doesn't mean that's a, a, a be all and end all victory. That's actually just leads to another sacrifice, which is actually pulling it off and in such a way that it sets you up for the next five years. You feel me? Fantastic. Well, like once again, the shortest hour of the week. Thank you very much, Tiffany, for joining us. We out of here. This is cliffcentral.com.